Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. My name is Will Austin. This is the Morning Report. It is September 16th, 2020 in the year of our Lord. Thank you ever so much for um, hanging with us this morning. We've got uh, three stories that I think are super important fantastically important and um basically if um if we don't get this and if we don't get this right we are going to end up i think living in a country or living in a system that we really that we really don't want to live in and i, I and and as and as close as we are to the edge and we are close to the edge as close as we are to the edge I do still think that we can save it. I do. I do think that we can save it. But we have to work. So often, my opinion, conservatives, Republicans for sure, don't do their work. We cry and whine about a bunch of stuff, but we don't do our work. We don't get out there. We don't knock on doors. We don't We don't appeal to non-traditional Republican or conservative voters. We just don't do our work. We want to be able to have somebody else that we like do it for us and are incredibly disappointed when 
those people who are going, you know what, that we think that we can put in place to do such things are failures. It's just, it, it, it is absolutely positively amazing to me that this is how we tend to handle things. Well, we can't anymore. This is why on on, on election day and even uh, early voting, I'm going to ask you to go, we here at Fightback Media are going to ask you to go to the polls, vote in person. If you don't have transportation uh, or, or if you can't drive, then save up save up your pennies from, from, from now because it's probably going to cost you a little bit and get a, a Lyft or an Uber. Download the app. Get you know get your 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 local teenager, or to help you download that app. You've got enough time. You've got enough time to figure it out. It's not that damn hard, or you can go the traditional route. Call a cab. Call a taxi. Drive to the polls, and vote in person. We're gonna do two stories here, back to back. That, is, that it should be enough reason for you to reconsider how you normally do things. I know that we love our convenience. We just love the idea that what I, you know, what I always do, I, I, I just I get my absolute ballot and I put it in the mail and then I don't have to worry about it. It's all done. I don't have to go down there and stand in line because I know that's inconvenient. You may not have to ask somebody for a ride and that's inconvenient. But while you're doing that, there are people who are ready, who are chomping at the bit because you don't want to be inconvenienced to steal this election. All right, here's the first story. I'm I'm not going to take a break. I'm not even going to take a break. I'm I'm just going to go with it right here. Here's the first story. In Michigan, you know Michigan is a battleground state. You know that, right? Here's a story from our friends at townhall.com. This is Courtney O'Brien. And she writes, Are hundreds of Michigan voters who serve in the military or live overseas about to get a mail-in ballot that are, miss- that are missing a pretty important name? Election officials recently discovered that in lieu of Mike Pence was the name Jeremy Cohen. And you're asking, who the hell is Jeremy Cohen? Jeremy Cohen is Joe Jurgensen's running mate. Joe, and you're thinking, who the hell is Joe Jurgensen? Joe Jurgensen is the Libertarian candidate um, for president. Joe's running mate is Jeremy Cohen. And you think, well, that's not a big deal, is it? It's a huge deal. Go to fightbackmedia.com, and when you get there, there's a video from our, from our friend Chris Ann Hall about how we should be doing elections and what should happen if this election is super close. What 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 I when I found out in, in in this video was that we've been doing elections wrong for years. There should be actually two elections. One should be for president, the other should be for vice president. There should be no running mate. This is something that we've been doing that is completely unconstitutional for years. It's traditional, but it's not constitutional. Did you, did you even know that? Did you even know that? No, of course you didn't. That's why you're here today with me. I'm here to help you. Like the man said, 
I'm trying to help you out. The Detroit News explained what caused the egregious mishap. The, the error occurred when ballots meant to be mailed or, or emailed to Michigan residents living abroad under the Military and Overseas Empowerment Act. Those ballots you are, usually are downloaded by local clerks, your local supervisor of election office upon request from an overseas voter, and either printed or mailed or downloaded via PDF and emailed to the voter before the election. Within a roughly two-hour time frame Tuesday afternoon, ballots downloaded from the state website to be mailed or emailed to those overseas had an error in the presidential race impacting how candidates and running mates were listed, according to, according to an email sent from the state to clerks impacted by the error. The Michigan Secretary of State confirmed the error and apologized. Oh, apologize. Oh, well, wouldn't it be nice if you could just, when you mess up big like that, you could just go to your boss and go, I'm really sorry. And, and have them not say, we're really sorry you're fired. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be nice? People just say, they say they're sorry. They make these huge, quote, errors, end quote, and then say they're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, you're sorry as hell. Uh, adding that she doesn't, and then she doesn't know how many of those ballots got sent out. She doesn't have any idea, no clue. In the words of Donald J. Trump, "You're fired." Uh, there was a temporary error in the in, in this in this file. This is important. The qualified voter file, QVF, which is a qualified voter file, is, is, is it's a file that has all the data in it that caused some ballots downloaded on Tuesday to display the incorrect, the incorrect ballot information when clerks downloaded the qualified voter file. Uh, ballots sent to military and overseas voters, said Tracy Wimmer, a spokesman for the Michigan Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson. Approximately 400 ballots were downloaded by clerks using this during this period. We don't know how many were sent. They don't know. They say they don't know anyway. Wimmer, the spokesperson, um, said the error was corrected within an hour and a half and instructed uh, clerks to reissue correct ballots. If voters do return the votes on the incorrect ballots, they have a plan, a workaround for that too. Here's what they're going to do. If a voter does happen to return the incorrect ballot instead of the correct ballot, it will still count. The clerk will be instructed to duplicate a vote for Trump onto the ballot for Trump Pence. So they'll so if for some reason they return the incorrect ballot and they have the circle where it says Trump where where it would say Trump Cohen, they'll just take that and they'll duplicate it and put it on a regular ballot that says Trump Pence. Um since these ballots generated, uh, these uh, excuse me. Since these ballots generated out of the qualified voter file are all duplicated, regardless, the procedure would not differ from what would be done for a vote for Trump on the regular ballot. One of the one of the clerks says, "This is embarrassing. As a clerk, you'd be embarrassed that you sent out the wrong ballot. Just one more thing clerks have to take care of." Here we have another example of human error when it comes to mail-in ballots. And yet Democrats like Nancy Pelosi have been pushing for mass mail-in voting. 
arguing that it will be important to offer voters the option during the coronavirus pandemic. Congressional Republicans and, and President Trump have pushed back, leading Pelosi and associates to accuse the White House of trying to hold the Postal Service hostage and try to guarantee his reelection. It's bullcrap, obviously. No, we can just look, continue to look at, at disasters, not just with the post office, but with, um, you know, supervisor of elections and 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 the people who are and who are supposed to handle the election, the Secretary of the State, and those people. President Trump has had singled out Benson specifically and told her he doesn't want her sending absentee ballots applications to all 7.7 million registered Michigan voters because that was a, that was a plan at one point. So obviously there's going to be fraud Trump suggested. We're not babies. Who who, who what adult can sit here and across this table from me and tell me that if you sent 7 8 million ballots out just out to people that there wouldn't be fraud. Can you can you sit here with a straight face and tell me that? Can you? Can you do that? Of course you can. Of course you cannot. And please don't go, well, there hasn't been any evidence of, of fraud because fraud doesn't normally get caught, except that sometimes it does. Sometimes we have caught people. We caught people in 2014, in 2016. We caught people in 2012. We caught people in 2008. We caught. I mean, there are people who are, who have voted twice, uh, who have encouraged other people to vote twice. We've caught people who have gathered up homeless people and drove and driven them to um, precinct after precinct to vote. We've caught them and we have put them in jail. There are people currently serving time for voter fraud. So yes, I guess it does happen. But sending out eight million—excuse me, seven point seven million ballots that weren't requested to people is going to cause chaos. So many people double voting, it's going to cause chaos. And chaos is what they want. Now let's trip, to, let's trip over to my home state of New Jersey. Now I say that only because I was born there. Uh, I've lived all my adult life here. I lived all my adult life, as I'm looking around the room, probably easily, except for a, a brief stint in Tallahassee, and a brief stint, or in a, in a briefer stint in Jacksonville or Orange Park. I've lived my entire adult life about 50 miles from where I am sitting currently, right now. Um, so, people ask me where I was born. I was born in New Jersey. Election officials in Sussex County, Sussex County, New Jersey, discovered more than, get this, 1,600 uncounted ballots. 1,600 uncounted counted ballots. Do you know when they're from? The July 7th primary election. According to the Board of Elections Administrator Marge McCabe, why are all these people chicks? I don't understand. The ballots were discovered in a, quote, mislabeled, end quote, box in a, quote, secure area, end quote. The New Jersey Herald reported, the ballots were reportedly counted and reported to the New Jersey Attorney General's office. McCabe said that the new, the new ballots didn't change any of the election results in any of the races. Hmm. 
The closest race came in the Republican primary in Hampton, where newcomer Ed Ram Jr. came up 21 votes short of topping longtime Township Committee incumbent David Hansen, according to the July results. Updated totals on the Board of Elections website showed Ram receiving 460 votes, while Hansen, who has served on the committee since 1998, received 480 votes. Mayor Phil Yetter, also a longtime member of the committee, secured 605 votes in the primary. See, we have local elections that, frankly, are not that well, especially in a primary, n- you know, not that well attended, that can be decided by 20 votes. Part of the mix-up, according to the Herald, the New Jersey Herald, was because of a new polling location at Sussex County Community College. A larger area allowed for election officials to have more space than com- uh, complied with the social that complied with the social distancing requirements than their office did. Because of the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic, election officials received 28,062 mail-in ballots. There were another 2,126 provisional ballots. One of the main reasons uh, the county saw such a large increase in mail-in ballots is because New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, Democrat, ordered the state to hold a mail-in election. The order meant every registered voter would be sent a ballot without having to request one. So they're trying it. So they are, so they're trying it. I'm telling you, they're trying it. They're, this is bo- bo- both times in Michigan and in New Jersey. These are test runs, kids. I know that sounds all conspiratorialist and hyperbolic. These are test runs. And what we're finding out is when they're doing it, they're not working. But they know this isn't going to work. They don't care. The idea is to cause as much chaos as they possibly can cause. That's what this is about. This is about freaking chaos. This isn't the first time that New Jersey has had voter fraud. Roughly 20%, listen to this, listen to this. Roughly 20% of the ballots in the Patterson Municipal, municipal, oh, I don't have trouble, I don't know why I have trouble saying that, municipal elections were fraud. They were fraudulent. A Democrat operative even went as far as to explain how he used New Jersey's weak system to rig, rig the election. Yeah, that story came out this summer. One in five in this one election, one vote in five was fraudulent. I think this article came out about the, about this dude in the New York Post, and of course was was panned because it was the New York Post. And you know, and the New York Post is this super right wing pro Trump newspaper, so they can just just disregard it. It doesn't make the article any less true. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more on the morning report here on fightbackmedia.com right after these messages. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBC Tampa. Dot com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun 
and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Bloomingdale's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. All right, we're back. We are back. Thank you ever so much. Thank you ever, 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 ever so much for um, spending time with us. Yesterday, we um, had a little problem, technical problem. I could not, uh, well, the long, long story short, the dashboard that I use here with Spreaker didn't have all my drops in it. And for those of you in the biz, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Didn't have all my drops in it. And I couldn't play the intro to The Bryce is Right. I was really bummed out about it. About it. So I, I, I fixed that this morning. Thank God it was an easy fix. I didn't have to re-record everything. So I, I, I'm, I'm grateful. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to play yesterday's Bryce is Right again. But I'm going to do it in the style, in the fashion, which it deserves. Fightback Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the Morning Report. And now it's time for The Brace is Right. This is Tim Brights with my column titled, Taking a Newspaper to Task. It's no secret the mainstream media has turned to the left and actively supports liberal causes. As such, trying to get a conservative comment printed is next to impossible. This was one of the key reasons why I canceled my subscription to the Tampa Bay Times a couple years ago and started the Tampa Bay Conservatives website. Enough is enough. I'm obviously not alone in this regard, as I know many conservatives angered by the press. To illustrate of the people in our Tampa Bay Trump Club, I have yet to meet anyone who subscribes to the Tampa Bay Times. It is simply loathed by conservatives and labeled fake news. I also see this in other newspapers and Democrat-controlled urban strongholds where they pander to the left, such as Portland, Seattle, Chicago, New York, and so on. I have offered suggestions for confronting the news media, including picketing and boycotting, but One of the most effective means to protest the media is simply the printed word, which, unfortunately, few people use to express their displeasure. 
Enter Larry Marlin, an old friend and conservative from Bryan, Texas, near College Station and Texas A&M University. For quite some time, Larry subscribed to the local newspaper, the Bryan College Station Eagle. However, he began to notice a shift in the editorial slant of the paper and brought it to the attention of the editor there. Unfortunately, the liberal slant went from bad to worse. Finally, he could stand it no more and wrote the following letter recently to the newspaper, which I found particularly interesting. Dear Editorial Board, Since August 10th, I have kept copies of your newspaper and reviewed them for bias. As you may recall, you printed a letter I wrote saying most of the Eagle bias comes from your Associated Press articles. I later wrote a letter saying I had been mistaken and your paper was rife with bias. The second letter was based on material you printed after being woke by Black Lives Matter and the rest of the protesters. You did not print that letter. I did say I was not a member of the cancel culture, and rather than cancel my subscription, I would see if your paper made any effort to reduce bias. I have reviewed each issue since August 10. You have not improved. If anything, you have gotten worse. During the period August 10th through September 4th, you have printed 28 left-wing editorials and nine right-wing ones. In editorial cartoons, you did better with five right-wing and three left-wing. Concerning the cartoons, it's interesting that several days after Speaker Nancy Pelosi's hypocritical visit to get her hair washed, you finally printed something about it in a cartoon relegated to the bottom of the editorial page. Other than that, as near as I can tell, you completely ignored the story. Of course, your AP articles continue to be overwhelmingly left-wing. I have not seen any indication of an attempt on your part to reduce this left-wing bias. I doubt you have contacted AP concerning your outrageously dishonest presentations of the news. I don't have time to list all the left-bias articles by AP. I would mention Steve Peoples' articles about the Democrat convention compared to his articles about the Republican convention day and night. Anyway, I will be canceling my subscription. I just can't imagine how you will ever change. Should you surprise me and decide to make needed changes such as blasting the Associated Press, hiring a few conservatives, balancing your editorials, writing more unifying local editorials, or anything else, please let me know. I might resubscribe. Signed sincerely, Lawrence P. Marlin, September 4th, 2020. What I liked about this letter is that it wasn't ranting and raving, but rather a matter-of-fact dissertation as to why someone was unsubscribing. If I was the editor, I would consider it carefully and not dismiss it out of hand, as it represents a legitimate concern of a reader. If Larry's data is correct, the editor should now realize his slip is showing and should take steps to correct it before all of his conservative readers abandon him. The reality, though, is, as a supporter of the far left, the editor couldn't care less and is willing to sacrifice readership to preserve the left's dogma. This is essentially no different than the attitude of the mayors of Democrat-controlled cities where their citizens' lives and businesses are threatened. This, of course, is reckless behavior and speaks volumes of their priorities of choosing Democrat policies over the safety and well-being of their citizens. Larry's letter also happens to make a handy template for writing your own letter to other newspapers. For those of you who have difficulty penning a letter to the editor, simply copy Larry's letter, update it with data specific to your area, and send it in, preferably by email. 
If enough people complain of the unfair tactics of the press, the better the chances of getting some honest news reporting. To do nothing is to surrender to the press. I'll leave it with you. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbrice.com. Hey, thanks, Tim. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Appreciate TBC tbctampa.com tbctampa.com appreciate that that, that that was your brain child that, that was your heart child we, we appreciate that and appreciate our space in it and on it thanks so much alright well you probably uh, we've seen the the video and the pictures on Facebook and on Instagram and on TikTok and, and Snapchat and friggin everywhere uh you know, if you watch the um, the news or whatever, we've seen some of the fires that are happening out west. It is fire season. How the hell you live in a place where? Oh yeah, this is the season where we have fires, where we have fires, and then it's and then it rains, and then we have mudslides, and million and multi million dollar houses slide down the mountains and and are, and, are, and, are, and are crushed, and people die. This is, but we love California. What? What the hell? Anyway, um, that's what's happening now. Now, a lot of the push, obviously, will be that this these fires are due to, say it with me, climate change, right? Because that's what everything is due to, climate change. We need climate, I mean, we need climate justice. There's, the, the, there's a, a train of thought out there on the left that says that, that we need climate justice because climate change is affecting um, people, you know, differently and, and disproportionately. Okay, it's foolishness. But in any case, um, so we decided to take a look and do this story here that our friend Beth Bauman, you guys know that Beth Bauman is my girl um, from Town Hall. It turns out that a number of the fires on the West Coast are not because of climate change. What? No, same ain't so, Beth. The left continually tells us that, quote, climate change, end quote, is the reason behind wildfires. In fact, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee even went so far as saying we should call them climate fires. Hmm. Most of the West Coast, Washington State, Oregon, California, and Idaho are on fire. While the left is pushing their climate change theory, police are arresting arsonists for sparking these dangerous fires. While, I'll say this one more time, while the left is pushing the climate change theory, the popo, the police, are arresting people for setting the damn fires. In Oregon, Alam- the, the Alameda fire. This is one of, the, one of the craziest things going right now. A 41-year-old man was arrested in Oregon for starting one of the two origins of the Alameda fire. Located just outside of Medford, Oregon, State Fire Marshal's Office spokesman Rich Tyler and Michael Jarrett, uh, Michael Jarrett um, Bakila started one of the fires which eventually emerged to create one giant wildfire. Neighbors saw Bakila set a fire outside of his home. People saw him set the damn fire. When the blaze grew out of control, those neighbors had to flee the scene, Oregon Live reported. When the Jackson 
County Sheriff's Department arrived on the scene, they saw Bacala standing next to a large fire. According to the record searchlight, roughly 80,000 people had to evacuate because of the fire that destroyed more than 5,700 acres. Bakila is being held on 15 counts of criminal mischief and 14 counts of reckless endangerment. Four people have died from the Alameda fire. So he, he could be charged with murder. Or at least manslaughter. Or should be. My opinion. This is my opinion. Oregon brush fires. Portland authorities arrested 45-year-old Domingo Lopez Jr. This is a crazy story, too, for allegedly starting a brush fire with a Molotov cocktail. He ignited the device along I-205, but firefighters were able to extinguish the flames before the fire grew out of control. A witness came forward pointing out Lopez as a suspect. When confronted, Lopez reportedly admitted to starting the fire, according to KATU-TV. Lopez was released on Monday, and it wasn't long before authorities arrested him again for starting not one, not three, not four, but six more, more fires along to, to I-205. Portland Fire put out, the three, put out three of the fires while members of the community put out the other three. Authorities took Lopez to a nearby hospital for a mental evaluation. They're also considering what charges to press against the arsonist. I don't know, arson? Destruction of public property? A criminal mischief? Attempted murder? He did, however, receive six citations for reckless burning. Climate change. Oh, let's go to California. A woman in Monterey, California was arrested on suspicion of intentionally starting fires along the 101 freeway. The woman was identified as 37-year-old um, Anita Esquivel. That was from the KION TV. Not climate change. Idiots. Morons. Evil. Pyromaniacs. Washington State. Washington State troopers in and Polyup arrested multiple multiple people attempting to start fires along the interstate. Multiple people, according to KIRO TV, a bystander, Facebook Live the second incident. I'm out here on I-67 now. The man said in a live stream, "Looks like a fire literally just started, and I just rolled up on it." And like it's and it looks like it's going crazy. I'm here with the police, and they're talking to me about it because I just called it in. The man reportedly pulled up, poured gasoline next to a business, and set it on fire. Even though arson has played a major role in the fires on the West Coast, the FBI in Portland has debunked the theory that Antifa is setting them. Hmm. Antifa likes setting fires. Fire scares people. Fire debilitates people. I wouldn't debunk that just yet. Oh, and remember the El Dorado fire in California started on accident during a gender reveal party. <laughs> Morons! The couple doing a a uh, the couple doing th throwing the party used a pyrotechnic device that displays colored smoke. 
regardless of who started the fires or why, they need to be part of the conversation. Automatically attributing wildfires to climate change is irresponsible, foolish, dangerous, stupid, moronic, sophomoric. Oh, I was editorializing. I'm sorry. Uh, and that's and that's the way for the left to push their Green New Deal agenda. Look at what former Vice President Joe Biden is running with as recently as today. At Real Donald Trump, you know what's actually threatening our suburbs? Wildfires, floods, hurricanes. We need to act on climate now. Hmm. This is all from, from also from Joe from Joe Biden. Climate change is the essential challenge to what will define our future as a country. Tune in as I discuss the wildfires up in up and down the West Coast and how I'll tackle the climate crisis head on and create millions of good paying jobs. Is this is this not, is not the, the most foolish crap you've ever heard? The most outrageously foolish crap you've ever heard? Especially when the reality is this. People are setting these fires. And we say this all the time. And we, we got to get out of here. And we say this all the time. Um, the left wants you to Look at what you're seeing and not believe what you're seeing. They want you to see somebody get out of a car with a can of gasoline, set a fire, start it, and drive off. And they want you to believe that it's climate change. They want to see, they want you to look at at, at, at a person, Lopez Jr., set a fire get arrested and go out and set six more and tell you that it's climate change. They want to pee on your leg and tell you it's raining. They do. Ash, hashtag vote in person. Do what you, do what you have to. All right, we got to get out of here. Until, so until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sake, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, 
Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.